Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Welcome to Talking Junk. Yay, yay! Welcome to Talking Junk, the podcast that knows politicians and diapers have one thing in common. They should both be changed regularly, and for the same reason. I'm your host, Jason Melendez, here with another episode to keep your eardrums happy. This week, I sat down with Juliet Nelson, one of my lost interview warriors. We talked about her new venture, NuriLens, the blue light filtering wooden eyeglass frames you never knew you couldn't live without. We also talked about her past a little and who she compares herself to when it comes to her favorite sitcom, Living Single. But before we get there, let's get down to business, junkers. Another Talking Junk Live, The Break Room, is happening this Saturday on our Facebook page, and hopefully this time IG, and maybe Periscope, whatever the hell that is. Join me, Talon, and the guys in a Halloween night discussion about haunted dolls and whatever spooky comes to mind. Don't forget to join in on the conversation by commenting or telling us your creepy pasta or experiences by grabbing your computer and joining the link below the, the live. This week, I'm happy to announce this week's break room is being sponsored by Two Titmus Vodka, a vodka 80 proof made from sweet potatoes right here in Florida. And the only thing sweeter than the sound of that is the Two Titmus Foundation where 100% of the donations go directly to patients who are battling breast cancer. No fees are taken out for management, promotions, advertisement, legal, staffing, payroll, bonuses, travel, or things of that nature. In addition to donations from businesses and individuals like you, $2 from every bottle of Two Titmus Vodka goes to the foundation. So go to twotitmusvodka.com and donate now. Coming up on Talking Junk. This week, we were scheduled to sit down with mother-daughter duo Selena and Crystal Anderson about kidpreneurship and her lollipop-shaped lip gloss. However, due to unforeseen circumstances, we will be sitting down with them at a later time. Our thoughts and prayers go out to them. So we too will be taking the week off, but we won't be leaving you high and dry. We'll be airing the past two lives on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, or wherever else you listen to our podcast. And then it's back to work. When I sit down with Joanne Van Thine and talk about her podcast and her new network, the Apocalypse Podcast Network. Don't forget to pick up your Talking Junk t-shirts for $25. Free shipping if you use the email TalkingJunkFans at gmail.com. And without further ado, this week's interviewee, Juliet Nelson, right here on Talking Junk. Welcome back to Talking Junk. I'm sitting here today with Juliet Nelson, author of the book Sharing My Lens, The College Experience. How are you doing today, Juliet? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. A little bummed that our, uh, our last meeting got uh, 
a little messed up on the recording, so I wasn't able to put it out. But I'm glad I have you back on. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be back. Well, the pleasure is all ours. Um, now, I, I understand you have a, a new eyewear collection coming out. Neuralens? I do. Yes, Neuralens, yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that before we uh, dive into uh, your, your past a little bit? Yeah, so um, Nuri Lens, it's, it's a subsidiary of the company Junuri. Um, so starting from the top, Junuri is um, a learning and development company. We provide um, academic and professional learning and development to students and professionals. Um, for students, we focus on, you know, tutoring, um, college prep, um, and really honing in on their um, areas of opportunity in terms of their learning. For professionals, we um, do a lot of professional development coaching as well as job preparation. Um, last year, we soft launched our publishing company um, and th that became its own subsidiary this year. Um, this year um, as well, we finally launched our um, eyewear collection and basically it's it's a wooden eyewear collection um, and oh, it comes eyewear. with quality wooden eyewear, yes, and it comes with um, blue light blocking lenses, which is one of the key features. Um, so, you know, when you wear it, you know, a lot of studies have shown that it may contribute to alleviating digital eye strains when you sit in front of your computer for hours upon hours upon hours of the day. Um, the lenses help filter that blue light. And so um, while it's a little bit of a controversial topic, but studies have shown that it can um, provide some help for people who spend extended hours in front of their digital screens. I would imagine it helps them get to bed quicker. Absolutely, yeah. So there was actually one study that found um, that spoke on that, how, you know, when the blue light from computers, and even though it's not as much as what comes from the sun, what happens is that blue light serves the purpose of keeping you alert during the day. And so when you're working until what, one in the morning or late at night, when it's darker outside and so on and so forth, you're still alert and that blue light causes you to be more alert and so it, it takes a little bit longer for you to fall asleep. The study that I found actually revealed that um, the blue light filters actually help um, help melatonin to continue being formed, I believe, in the pupils during your sleep. Um, so yeah, it, it does, it is said to contribute to improved sleep patterns, but it's been a project that we've been working on um, for about a year. Um, and, you know, the official launch of the company is November 10th, but we did um, provide a pre-launch so people are able to go online on www.newrelens.co and pre-order their frames. What is the price range on your frames? The price range, uh, the lowest, I believe it's $130. Um, uh, it starts at that cost. Depending on whether you need a prescription or not, it can range up to $180. Um, but that depends on whether you need a prescription. So, so pretty affordable. Yes, they are affordable. Um, the lenses are included. 
and this was this was a lot of research that I had to conduct. I actually wear glasses. Yeah, me too. And my friends and family, you know, they could attest to it. I have about 15 to 20 pairs in my house. And so I remember when I started Januri, I told myself and I prayed and I told God, I was like, the next pair of glasses I buy has to be something I designed myself. I was joking. I didn't realize, you know, just things would just happen. And um, ironically, a lot of the glasses that I've had for like five, six years, they've started breaking one by one this year. Um, but as a glasses wearer, you know, this year, I actually caved in and I went and got my eyes checked. Um, and they offered me a price for, they offered me a price for lenses. I chose the frames that I wanted. My insurance gave me like the $125, $150 credit. And I said, these are the len these are the frames I want. They said, well, you can't get those frames because your prescription is too strong. It's gonna pop out of the lenses. I said, so why not just, you know, shave down the lenses so they can fit? Um, and those are what we call high index lenses when the lens is thinner. And they said, well, that's gonna be an additional cost. I said, fine, I'll take the additional cost, it's fine. And I said, I wanted blue light blocking lenses. And they said, that's gonna be an additional cost as well. I said, that's fine, I want quality lenses. So they you know, had all these features, scratch resistant, UV protection and so on and so forth. And that cost me, including a $200 <laughs> credit from my entrance on the lens, at the end, I they still gave me a 420 $25 bill to pay. Yeah, so pretty steep. Exactly. And when you're looking at other companies, um, you know, other e-commerce companies, and, th and they do have good frames too, with their pricing model, they price down the frames and then they charge you for the lens. So when you want to get that blue light, they give you different layers um, of, you know, quality of what they want to give you. And then you end up paying like $100 uh, of a surcharge anyway. And so basically what my company has done is kind of streamlined it where, yes, you will pay an additional fee for a prescription. However, all of these features that you would have to pay um, upwards of, you know, hundreds of dollars, depending on where you get it from, um, these features that you would pay these additional surcharge, high surcharges for, for all of these features, you know, scratch resistant, um, water resistant, or oil resistant, um, et cetera, et cetera, anti-blue light, those were including in the product um, to serve especially our students and professionals in this digital and virtual workspace. So you're set to potentially change the, the market on glasses. It would be nice, but um, <laughs> that that's the goal, essentially. Um, you know, our primary our primary target is the students and professionals we, we reach. For me, it's, it's very symbolic. Um, Junuri was kind of formed out of a fast, a, 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 a kind of a, a discovery of myself, a reset and a fast. And so with Nuri Lens, it really signifies looking through these frames and envisioning your purpose um, and really, you know, working at it. And that's what I, I, I love for my customers to see. Um, the cases are actually made of wood as well. Um, which is pretty cool. I put in a lot of, you know, it, it put a lot of thought into it, um, but they are made of um, real rosewood and they look like a little treasure chests. So when you open it, it's almost like you're opening up a treasure. And that's my challenge to my customer that every time they open up that case and they put on those glasses, I want them to envision their purpose 
Um, and no matter how hard it gets, you know, I want them to stay on that path because our purpose is meant for us. Our calling is meant for us. It's something that never goes away. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of what it symbolizes. Well, uh, speaking of challenges, was it a big challenge for you to find the right prototype for you to go with? Oh, absolutely. Um, when it came from manufacturing to prototyping and um, the thing is with manufacturers, um, a lot of them are trying to save you money or save themselves money or save themselves the time, the resources. Um, and then, you know, depending on who you go to for advice, sometimes even depending on the person, that can really cloud your judgment. And so there were challenges that came along the way. Um, I know that based on some of the designs that I wanted, I got turned away many, many times where manufacturers are like, you're, you're being unreasonable. Um, this is not a realistic ask for these frames. Um, and I just kept looking and looking and looking and I said, this is exactly what I want. When it got time for the cases, I had a design, I sketched these out. Um, and once again, you know, these glasses, these these cases, everything with the with the, the entire company, Junuri, Nuri Lens, the publishing company, it's very symbolic and I want it to have meaning to the customer as well as it had to me. So with the manufacturers, I really had to be patient um, in, in finding a manufacturer um, and suppliers that would also be invested in the significance of what Nuri Lens represents. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find other companies. It's, it's hard to find other companies that share your vision and what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'm glad because uh, my manufacturers, you know, I have a, a set um, they communicate with each other to make sure things are going well. Um, one of them actually, she's like my best friend in my head <laughs> because, you know, you know, we like she she's gotten to know me as a person to understand the drive that goes into building Nuri Lens. And I really have appreciated that because I've told her from the get, you know, quality, 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 quality. Yes, we do want to um, give these glasses at an affordable cost, but what's the point of giving a cheap pair of glasses if the quality is bad, right? Yeah. Especially if we're we're introducing something that's slightly different, you know, a wooden collection. Wood, it, it exists, wooden frames, they do exist, they're just not as popular. Uh, because having wooden frames, they also come with their challenges. Um, nevertheless, with that, you know, there had to be a lot of emphasis on the quality. And so for her, even when it came to getting like the 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 boxes that they would be presented in, the 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 pouch that we would send to the customer, the cleaning uh, the cleaning cloth, all of those had to be good quality. And she even got to the point where when I was uh, getting prototypes for the cases, I would bring them to her and things that I didn't see, she saw. And so she would like take screenshots and circle them and she'd be like, yeah, we're not going with this one. <laughs> this one's a no for both of us. And I appreciate that because she really, she was, she's as invested in the vision. She understands it and she honors that. So, yeah. Well, uh, would you mind giving us a little bit more on Januri? 
let us know how you found your drive absolutely so as i mentioned yeah so as as mentioned before uh Januri is a learning and development company um Junui was founded as, out of a fast um, in 2017. Um, I suffered a significant loss, and um, my best friend had passed away tragically, and you know it left me in a place where I had to kind of almost just redefine what my purpose was and redefine my why. Like I knew what it was, but it, it, I was kind of it messed me up. You know, I was kind of lost and and some people may understand that some of your listeners where you lose a close friend or loved one or family member and it just messes you up. Yeah, it's like it's almost like you don't know how to live without them. Exactly. Or you don't know what to do next. You know, you start questioning, like, how does this work? So I was in that place and I went on a fast. Um, honestly, it wasn't even for that reason. It it was for a trivial reason. And I kind of went on the fast and I'm like, God, these are the answers that I'm looking for. And if you don't give me this answer, then I'm assuming it's that answer. Um, so I was expecting God to kind of reveal himself in a specific way. And during that fast, I remember chatting with my business partner and, and we have these um, talks where we just kind of let our brains spill um, of different ideas and so on and so forth. And he was like, you know, you, you really could do a lot with what you have going on. I'm going to start a website for you. And I was like, no, because um, I don't like to be told what to do. So I was just like, <laughs> no. Um, and he was like, I'm going to start a website. And I just said, you know what, I'll think about it. I think within a week um, of that conversation, I happened to be speaking to one of my students, family, parents, um, and you know they mentioned they were like, "Why don't you start your own business? You're a children's choir director." And at that time, I was directing, I believe, four choirs at the time. One of my children's choirs at the time had about a hundred kids. Was this before? Or, was this before or after Korea? After Korea. This was after Korea. Um, and I'd even directed a very small choir in Korea, very, very small. Um, but, you know, they were like, you know, you're a children's choir director, you're, you're a tutor, you really have a way of connecting with students. You know, you don't just do the homework thing, you really pour into them and you look at how you can make them better um, and how you can prepare them for their futures. Why don't you just have, start your own business, you know, and, and these are the different things you can offer. And so within, by the end of that fast, I had a website ready. Um, and that was God's answer to me. Like, you know, it was his calling that I would, um, I would have lift, I would empower, you know, um, and now that you mentioned Korea, my, the name Nuri in Junuri is part of my Korean name, Nanuri. I was an English teacher in Korea, and, and before I left, my pastor, who's also the director of my school, he gave me the name Nuri, um, Nanuri, which means to share in Korean, and he commissioned me to share my gift wherever I would go. So, um, given my love for glasses, my slogan um, starting off was sharing my lens, um, where combining my Korean name with just the love for glasses, the lens. Um, and that became my calling from God, you know, and my purpose. And that's what I've embraced, you know, sharing my passion, my purpose, my triumph, 
my challenges, my successes, um, and letting other people know that, you know, it is, you know, purpose is, it's very possible to live within your purpose and to be happy living within your purpose. And even when challenges come along the way, once you can continue to stay focused on that purpose, you know, that's all you need. So, and that's where we are with Junuri. Well, for back to uh, Nuri Lens, will you be um, working with state insurances? We are not there yet, given that we're fairly new. Um, that is something that I am strongly considering. Um, but honestly, it depends on where the wind blows. Um, product management, you know, I'm more of the service, customer service. Um, I'm on the service area. That's that's my specialty, especially as an educator, tutor, and so on and so forth. So launching a product takes just a lot. It takes a lot of work, um, understanding how customers re re react to the product first. And I think that's the biggest priority, looking at how customers are reacting to the product, how they're interacting with it, what is their experience using it. And once we're able to collect that data, um, and ensure that we're good there, um, you know, then we can move into seeing if, if, you know, collecting insurance and so on and so forth is the best fit. Well, I'm pretty sure you faced a whole lot of challenges getting where you are, especially Absolutely. nowadays, uh, being a minority in mm -hmm. the times that we're living in. Yeah. Uh, me, myself, I'm Puerto Rican and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, trying also to start a business get shirts and merchandise out there and it's it seems to be tougher and tougher as you get along how okay. did you try to overcome most of these challenges you just have to remember your why i think that's really what it is um i i i can't begin to mention the different challenges i've had and you know you're puerto rican i'm haitian american my parents were born in haiti um you know, so being black and then being second generation immigrant on top of that. Um, yeah, it, it, there are significant amount of challenges that come, even as a woman, you know, as a young person, as a millennial. Um, I, I can't even begin to mention how many challenges I've had, but I think really remembering my why, remembering the purpose and the why changes, you know, in the beginning, it was for the most part, it was my parents. At a point, it was my children's choir. Um, now I have a team that I lead. And so knowing that there are people who count on me to lead, to, to drive strategies and so on and so forth, um, they become, they also become part of my why. And when I'm reminded of that purpose that I have, I have no choice but to get up and keep pushing very very inspiring we all need to take a little bit from you and just keep on pushing because nowadays it's really intimidating to even think about a venture such as the one that you're on mm -hmm. i completely agree so what what else are you working on right now besides your your new eyewear collection because it seems like you always got something i do um and i have a habit for that. Um, yeah, right now it's it's. I think it's it's trying to find the balance. Um, now that Nuri Lens is in in its pre-launch season, we're just gearing up for the launch season because that's where um, the publishing branch, Nuri Lens and Junuri Pursuit, which is where we house the tutoring and professional development, those will be fully available for public consumption. Um, 
the publishing company, we actually have a couple of we have a couple of new books coming out, which we're very excited about. Uh, so that you know, people can expect over the next couple of weeks to a month. Um, Anything you want to mention? Anything I want to mention, I can. What I will say, because um, I do have to honor the privacy of my clients, but what I will say is that I will be republishing, sharing my lens of the college experience, which is my book. Um, so customers can expect a second edition, um, and we are also working on getting an audio book out there. Um, so now, what is what is your book about? So sharing my lens, the college experience. That is basically. It's a gift to my younger self, um, but also a tool for high school and college students, even middle school, um, college students and people in general about some of the gems I wish I had um, going before college and going into college. Um, You know, shout out to shout out to high school teachers and middle school teachers all over the world. You know, with the current curriculums at schools that, you know, teachers often don't have control over, I think the challenge is they may not always put students, they may not always give students enough of the tools and resources that they need to fully transition into the college space. Um, You know, it just seems like two different worlds. it gives them the four uno uno. Um, that's actually a line from my favorite talk, uh, my favorite sitcom, Living Single. Uh, it gives them the four one one. You know, this is what you expect, and I really break it down into layman's terms. I know with my generation as a millennial, Generation Z, and now Generation Alpha, this is a generation that like where we need to understand the logic, we need to understand the rules, we need to understand the why, and so that really that's very much of what sharing my lens, the college experience provides. It gives the logic behind why you have to use APA and MLA um, and Chicago citations. Why are you giving someone else credit for something they wrote? How do you go about that? Um, Why are things written a certain way and not another way? Um, Public speaking, learning about self-awareness, you know, that's another thing that I I really promote and I work with all my students. Understanding our learning styles, understanding our personalities, you know, um, because that really can help us understand what learning environment works for us. I know for myself, I went to a small college and I remember at a point when I thought I was going to go to law school, I went and I visited all these different law schools. And one of the things that did intimidate me was the large lecture halls. Um, and in my adult life, I learned that I'm actually extremely introverted, even though I seem extroverted. Same exact way, right? But what happened is what I, you know, now that I'm doing my doctorate, I've come to understand that the smaller classroom experience worked for me because it allowed me to connect more with my professor rather than sitting in a lecture hall of 120 students 
where I may not want to speak up as much. I may not want to participate as much. And I, I've done, I do public speaking. I, I coach people in public speaking. But when it comes to interacting with myself and others, especially in a classroom setting, I found that I'm more comfortable when it's a smaller class. Yeah, me too. It, it's more of a... At clo- the closer you get to a one-on-one session, the more you feel better. Absolutely. So, you know, that. So sharing my lens of college experience, it, it provides that information. It, it, it kind of breaks some of these different assessments down, you know, learning styles. Some, I mean, think of what happens when someone asks, when you ask someone for directions, right? You have that one person who's going to pull out a GPS, right? Or like if you're a tourist, they're going to pull out a map and they're going to show you where you are and how you get to the destiny, to the destination you're looking for. Another person will just tell you go straight make a right make a left and so on and so forth and then you have another one that's actually going to take you and show you so that also taps into our different learning styles and i think children are you know some are starting to understand that but children need to learn that as well and as adults we need to learn that because i think it helps us in the workplace i know now um in my workplace one thing I emphasize a lot is repetition. You know, I do let them know I'm more of a visual learner. Um, so I would benefit from you showing me A, B, C, D, E. And it helps the learning experience. Um, that also helps you to learn how to manage yourself, right? If someone is feeding you information in a way that's not conducive to how you learn, how do you now manage it, right? Do you complain because they're not doing it your way or do you find a way around it? So what I've done is recorded calls. I've taken notes and I've asked the person to stop and I'd say, if I'm hearing this correctly and then repeating what I believe they said, and then that leaves room for them to clarify or confirm what was said. So, you know, just all of these different tools that I think uh, would have been valuable to me as a college student and just passing them on to high school students, passing them on to college students, graduate students. And I mean, even for those who've never gone to college, um, you know, those who've gone to trade school, those who have children, um, those who have people in school, it's, it's just a nice book that you're able to relate to no matter what your walk of life is or what your learning journey through life is. And learning the, the way you learn is very important. I know it took me Absolutely. a while, a very long time to figure out that I'm more of a hands-on learner. Mm-hmm. And you can explain something to me all day. The notes could be in front of me. I can stare at it for three hours and I still won't get it unless I do it myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy? Um... What's crazy is that for me, I'm a visual learner and now they have a new learning style, which is reading and writing. So I'm a combination of those two. Doing hands-on, it works, but to a certain extent. So if you haven't shown me a visual of what you're doing, but you make me do it first, more than likely, I'm going to forget everything I did. But if you've shown it to me and then you say, okay, now you try, there's a likelihood that I'm going to remember it because I'm replaying what you showed me in my head. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense with things I go through too. But Mm -hmm. I I see you mentioned Living Single. That's your favorite sitcom. Oh, that's my favorite sitcom. Yeah. (laughs) So who, which character can you relate to the most? I I see you more of a Maxine. I'm a... (laughs) I'm a 
combination of <laughs> Maxine and Khadija. Okay. Um, I'm a combination of the two workaholics um, who um, I think more Khadija. Um, I, I, I get, yeah, I'm a combination of the two. I think from Maxine, it's more of my um, outspokenness. I say what I mean, I mean what I say, and I'm okay with it. You know, I know I'm not for everybody. And I feel like that's what Maxine emulated. You know, she, you know, she created her own lane and she didn't care what anybody thought about it. And and I would say with that, I emulate Maxine. With Khadija, I think it's the work ethic where, you know, she's passionate about what she does. She's driven, um, you know, her attention to detail. And just, you know, no matter how hard things got um, with the Flavor magazine, you know, she kept going and, and she stopped at nothing. Um, and so I emulate some of those characteristics, but I definitely know that, you know, if if I was a little bit more like Khadijah, um, I probably would, would be a little bit more successful, I'd say. <laughs> See, but, for me, I want to say I... I I want to be more like Kyle, but I find myself being more of an Overton. <laughs> Overton's a teddy bear. Overton's awesome. Him and him and Sinclair, I think a lot of people could learn from them because of their pure and sincere outlook on life. You know, I Yeah, they're always optimistic. Always optimistic and they have bad days. You know, even in this pandemic, right? If Overton and Sinclair were two characters going through this pandemic, how would they handle it? And I would imagine that no matter how hard things got, they would still try to be as optimistic as possible. Um, and it just reminds you, like, you know, life gets hard, it's challenging, but it doesn't hurt to be kind. It doesn't hurt to be compassionate, but, you know, also be kind to yourself. You know, while you're trying to be kind to others, remember to be kind to yourself. And I think that's another thing that Overton and Sinclair both teach us. Definitely. And I wouldn't mind seeing them come back out. Absolutely. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. When all the the replays of the sitcoms came out, Living Single was the... And I watched, I watched every episode millions of millions of times. I'm not going to say millions, but... You know, um, I was a TV one girl. So every time they were doing replays, I would sit and watch every single one of those replays. Out of all the sitcoms, aside from uh, Different World, um, Living Single is my number one. <laughs> See, A Different World, now you're getting into all the good stuff. Oh, and yeah. I, I wish they made sitcoms the way they, do, uh, they oh, did yeah. back then. Because now our kids just watching filth. Mm -hmm. Everything back then had morals to teach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let me take this time to say thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having uh, me. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to come back on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The pleasure is all ours. And we're going to try to get a pair of these new lenses so we can give our listeners a proper uh, review on them because they sound Yay. amazing. Yay. Awesome. Yeah, they're pretty good, and I'm not saying this because this is my product. Um, you know, it's it's I would say it's a labor of love, um, but you know, even 
as a glasses wearer, that was one thing that I had to do in, in really prototyping this and preparing it. It had to be a pair of frames that I would wear. Um, and one of the big challenges, um, not to take up too much of your time, but one of the big challenges is, and I don't know if you wear glasses, but... I do, the, I wear glasses all my so life. So you probably know the, the feeling of the plastic frames where they arch behind the ear. If oh, they arch it, it a certain way, it will scab the back of your ear. And oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many frames, and I love frames. So, you know, sometimes the frames are too tight and they press behind your ears. Um, I would get severe migraines. Some glasses, I literally only wore them for entrances and exits, like just for fashion. If I'm like showing up to church, I would walk in just so people could see the fancy glasses and I'd switch them just to tell you the pain that comes from wearing these heavy glasses but these wooden glasses man i tell you they are light you don't feel like you have anything on your face um they don't hurt the back of your ears um they're also um layered depending on who you speak to they'll call them layered wood or laminated wood and that means that they actually put layers of wood together to to, to create the glasses so it makes them harder to break um, so yeah, it's a, it's a pretty dope uh, pair of frames, um, and you know, I, I look forward to hearing how you what you think about it. Um, I look forward to, to putting them on. I can't wait. They sound amazing. Um, awesome. Now you said the launch is in November, correct? Yes, the launch is in November, but right now pre-orders um, are available. Um, you know, we we opened that up because people it it kind of leaked. That's really what happened. Um, things really happened fast. Um, we had a photo shoot, the first photo shoot for the eyewear collection, and it was a crossover photo shoot um, with one of our brand partners, TW Tote, um, and they actually have a professional lunch tote, which is pretty, pretty dope um, that you guys should also check out. But it was a crossover photo shoot, and one of their models saw the frames, um, she was like, oh, these are really nice. Can I try them on? She tried them on and she shared them on social media and it spread like wildfire. So people, you know, the question kept on being, you know, people are DMing me. Yo, can I just cash app you and you send me a pair? <laughs> um, you know, messaging my team. You know, when can we order these? When can we order? So we actually opened it up for pre-order. So get them as soon as you can. Speaking about social media and Cash App and all that jive, mm -hmm. how do you feel about doing a live podcast with us around yeah. your launch and um, maybe selling a couple of pairs online? Um, we can we can absolutely plan for that. We do. We are also working on a virtual launch as, as well. Um, but that would be great to actually do a live pack podcast. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, we um, just started a live series. Uh, we just did our second live last night, and we nice. like to we like to uh, keep it growing. We we'll we'll sit down, we'll kind of shoot the shit, so to speak. And mm -hmm. I like to sip a little bit while we're on the live, and and you know interact with the fans. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can we can absolutely schedule for that close to launch. Well, that would be amazing, and I can't wait to schedule that. Uh, but thank you again. Uh, can you tell us where to find your glasses one more time? Yes, yeah, so we are, so Nuri Lens is spelled N as in Nancy, U-R-I, 
L as in Larry, E, N as in Nancy, S, Nuri Lens. We are on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we are on Pinterest, we are on LinkedIn. Um, Nuri Lens, um, if you want to look us up online and go to our website, we are at www.nurilens.co. Um, and you can also check out the parent company, Junuri. Um, Junuri's Instagram is J-U-N as in Nancy, U-R-I, Junuri.co. And Junuri's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you would like to connect with me directly, Juliet Nelson, you can find me at Juliet Nuri Nelson. My name has two T's and an E. <laughs> Perfect. We want to thank you again for being on. And Junkers, don't forget to look out for the revision of her book, Sharing My Lens, The College Experience. It was a pleasure having you on again, Juliet. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Have a good night, Junkers.